0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Net Chats, where we talk about all things dysfunctional, about being in our 20s and so much more. And on today's episode, we have Mabu here, Natalie! Hi, hi everyone. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about turning a negative narrative to an advantage. So before we get into the questions, maybe you want to share a little bit of how we met first? So me, Nat and Nat, <laughs>
1: yeah, you met in high school the same class for a couple of years and uh, we connected
0: and we're still friends until now so I'm grateful for that. Yeah, actually I don't think you remember this but my first day of Shriya Masks, I actually already met you at the cheerleading auditorium. Oh shit, for real? Yeah, okay. like I met you, Rachel, Stephanie, everyone there. Oh wow, wow well, yeah. I have back so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was asking you like, oh do you know where's Ten Masks? Like, I don't know where to go. Oh, oh,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Little glimpse of memory.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're kind of like one of the first Sri Ammas person that I've met when I went there. Oh,
1: nice. All over
0: here. Right. Seven years later. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, that's basically how I met. And yeah, we thought of this topic just because, like, Natalie is, in case you guys don't know, she's a very interesting person. (laughs) I've known her for many, many years now, so... Yeah, I think everyone kind of has, like, a idea of her, but she kind of want to speak her truth, in a way. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah? So, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we can get started in terms of, like, how did you feel, you know, when growing up with, like, more male friends than female friends, and, like, dealing with the stigma and insults that come with it? Okay.
1: Personally, I felt... Mm-hmm. I felt this ever since I was in primary, actually. I was I'm always surrounded by male friends ever since uh, I was about, what, 7 or 8? Mm-hmm. By then, I felt very confused. Actually, okay. confused in a sense where, like, I always ask myself questions: Am I doing something wrong? Okay. Or, like, why, 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 why are the girls distancing from me? Mm. Just because I'm hanging out with a bunch of dudes and you know, getting ourselves up to all kinds of childish, <laughs> childish and stuff. Yeah. But I felt quite alienated. Okay. Because all the girls were. Doing things without me and then talking about girly stuff, mm. and then um, you know how girls always get together and gang up, you yeah. Know? Uh, guys, not so much. Mm-hmm. So, friendship for me towards guys are so much more relaxed, right? Ever since I was young, right? There was no such thing as uh, the pretty ones stick together or mm. or the way we dress, yeah. where our lives always stick together, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like being confused and alienated, mm-hmm. I felt also pretty relaxed okay. growing up. Really chill about mm-hmm. my individuality. Okay. Never really had to care about how I look and stuff.
0: Right. Cause mm. I think like especially when you're transitioning from like primary to high school, everyone worries so much about like how they're being perceived. hmm For me it was just more like, okay,
1: so What's next? What's the next mischief? You know, in high school, mm. how much more? How much more can I do? How much more can I express myself? That kind of thing.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you mentioned about insults, right? Yeah. I definitely had, the, well, the S word, and then cool, Yeah. And then the girls always being passed around. And right. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was always the stigma around me. Mm-hmm. Even though the way I dressed back then was not provocative. Okay. I still had these kind of insults, which Mm -hmm. was also very confusing for me.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: because they would associate me, you know, they would associate the word slut Mm -hmm. with somebody who's dressing in t-shirts and jeans Mm. rather than last time, you know, sluts, they used to dress differently.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think like in high school, especially girls, they tend to find things to pick on no matter what. If they feel like you're above them in some level, Sometimes they feel very threatened by it. True, fair enough. How I dealt with it? Mm-hmm. I actually
1: just completely pushed down all my feelings okay. for for all these insults, and I I suppose I just really didn't care because I was having so much fun doing mm. what I do with the guys.
0: Okay, like
1: we don't mess around with teachers, you right. know, We would like ditch school and you know go to like a cyber cafes, mm. and like I enjoy doing guy activities right okay yeah so I really that's how I dealt with it I guess I just enjoyed myself
0: mm. do you feel like you were an outcast last time
1: definitely I definitely like I said felt mm. alienated yeah because uh, I actually sometimes forget that I was a girl mm. if that makes sense okay I was treated like a bro right I was like one of the guys when yeah. I you know go about our fuckeries and stuff <laughs> yeah for sure though yeah. Yeah, and even joking around, yeah, they would probably tease me sometimes for for having boobs. Mm. But then I tease them for, you know, having a small...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I think it's also important. I mean, I think that's what makes you very good in terms of the business world because you're quite street smart in that sense. You can adapt from being like a bruh girl and being like a feminine girl, you know? Definitely, yeah. Really helps me a lot. Yeah, because... You know, when you're in school, people don't teach you how to survive in the real world. They just teach you on how to get to college, the next step. You know. Right. Yeah. I think
1: it's also very important
0: for young girls. Yeah.
1: To be educated to be friends mm. with guys without any intentions or, you know. Yeah. Big advantage of yeah. I think there's something necessary.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's for sure. Because I think like, even at one point when I was in college, I did not felt the, I don't know, it was really hard for me to find female friends as well. And I only hung out with mostly guy friends. And then Mm -hmm. it kind of occurred to me the reason why is because they're less dramatic as what you've mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is very true because for some reason, like, of course it depends. There are guys out there who are still very dramatic. But I think majority of them, they're more of like, their minds are more straightforward compared to girls.
1: Definitely. The topics that we talk about are okay, I'm not discriminating right. girly girls. Yeah. No, that's that's not what my intention is. My intention is to be able to understand mm. how s- girls can be friends with guys. Yeah. Due to the same topics and mm-hmm. the same interests.
0: Yeah, that's true though. I feel like mm. as you you know how there's this term like I'm not like other girls. Have you heard of that? Oh.
1: Do you want to know my opinion about it? Yeah, I should do. Okay. I don't associate that with myself because okay. that's not fair. Yeah. Because there are other girls out mm. there like me. Yeah. You know, saying that just, mm. I don't know, I suppose that puts you on a pedestal that nobody puts you on. Yeah,
0: yeah. I totally <laughs> get know?
1: it. So, so uh, no, you... You shouldn't say that uh, mm. I'm not like the other girls mm. because there's always somebody out there like you. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah.
1: So um, there's no reason for you to isolate yourself like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the reason why that term has kind of created its own name is also because back then no one really talked about um, like the, those terms, like I'm not like other girls because everyone's very, they're seeing it as like you're either blue or pink. You're either super boyish or you're super girlish and you need to fall into one category only. But now it's like so different. I also
1: suppose that when the girls that felt like me Mm. mention these kind of things when they say they're not like other girls, I suppose it's also to protect themselves Mm. to sort of um, hide their pain Mm. for being isolated and instead they isolate themselves by saying things like that and then believing it and then not getting help for
0: it. Yeah. I think to a certain extent you're also suppressing your real identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was certainly well, quite common back mm-hmm. then. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz like as girls we're always taught to like if someone tells you something you need to nod your head and smile instead of talk mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. But now it's like totally not the case if you stand for something say it back. That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: But I also must say that not a lot of girls know how to yeah um, defend themselves yet for sure. Mm, there are still girls who are stuck in in that isolation they've created for themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's true. I think, like, last time I think it was I was in high school, I used to think, like, oh, am I, like, talking too loud or I'm too intense and stuff like that? And then as mm. I grew older, like, there's this quote saying, like, those who mind don't matter. Those who matter, matter don't mind. mind. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think after that, when I heard that quote, I was like, why am I, you know, being so triggered by people who... like oh if I talk so much it's like a bad thing when when I grow up I'm just thinking like it's really not a bad thing it's just who I am as a person and I shouldn't be ashamed about it that's really cool that quote helped me as well Mm -hmm. and I'm
1: quite grateful that I've understood that quote at a very young age yeah that's why I was who I am back then yeah I felt more comfortable around guys and that was what I wanted to do so fuck
0: (laughs) it. Yeah and like since we were were talking about how you know you're quite adaptable in terms of like you being a very bro bro and also being a very feminine figure do you feel like that aspect kind of helped you guide through the business world especially when you were working in like a very male-dominated industry such as like the nightlife? Okay my answer to that is hell yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. I think that aspect about me is probably my biggest charm and Mm. what's most attractive about me. Okay. I definitely felt more confident and comfortable around older businessmen Mm. when it comes to meetings and, uh, you know, gatherings. Mm -hmm. I definitely knew how to hold myself to a certain standard where, where these men don't see me as a sexual object. Right, okay. Then they see me as uh, an equal, Mm. somebody that they can hold a conversation with Mm. and actually talk about business with. Okay. I think my adaptability between being able to be comfortable around men and still be sexy, Mm -hmm. I think that also gave me the confidence to also stand my ground when somebody does treat me as a sexual object. Mm. Because well I'm not gonna lie, yeah. other businessmen you know they're they be us yeah <laughs> <laughs> they they are uh, there are some out there that that still yeah are have the traditional thinking like I would say, yeah, mm. That's
0: so when it
1: comes to situations like that, mm. I definitely know how to push the right buttons mm. and navigate myself mm. out of being a sexual object Mm. and actually impressing them instead. Mm -hmm. Impressing them in a way where they (laughs) no longer want to see the colour of my panties. (laughs) Instead, they want to, you know, Mm -hmm. get dinner or continue our business conversation.
0: Yeah. Would you say if that's a trait that you've kind of picked up along the way on your own or was there like a mentor that kind of guide you through? I think throughout my years of
1: being discriminated, I also found strength Mm. in in knowing how to protect and hold myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think without that Mm -hmm. discrimination, I wouldn't be where I
0: am today. Yeah, Mm. that's true. I think also like with high school, I know high school is like the peak usually where all the dramas and stuff happens. And also because you're seeing people like, the people, your peers and your classmates, five days a week, which makes you a target even more often because you can't mm-hmm. avoid them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like high school is when the time when everyone's really just are the meanest, I would say. They're mean. They're, they're mean because
1: yeah. they're, they're also going through things themselves, I feel. Yeah. But I felt... Mm-hmm. I, I definitely felt like a quite a big target, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was also okay with being a target because my mentality back then was what sticks and stones maybe whatever the quote was la yeah that can't oh. quote la yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah I took, it, <laughs> I took it i took it to to heart you know yeah of course so I, the more the more i fell the more stronger i was yeah mm.
0: so i was actually okay mm. I, I mean i learned how to be okay yeah but I'm sure mm-hmm. there were times that, like, obviously some of the things that you've heard, like rumors and all that, it would, it did got to you in some level, right? Definitely, definitely. I'm not gonna say that
1: um, yeah. I was okay twenty four seven. Yeah. The learning process of being okay was because of all these, right. um, painful. I was in pain actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, was, uh, it was quite painful. There are some nights where I would just, um sit in my room mm-hmm. and just shed a tear or two right. <laughs> about the kind of things people were saying about mm-hmm. me. Because I knew deep down that it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. But the way that I portray myself mm-hmm. and how free that I acted resulted in all these um, bullies and, and insults. That's true. But I definitely felt pain for sure.
0: Yeah, but what, what about, have you ever had times where you're just like, you know what, I'm so sick and tired of all these people treating me like shit, like I want to come, come out and like put a statement, like all this shit that you're saying about me is false? Like, have you ever thought that you want to say that? I think
1: the more angry I was, mm-hmm. the more successful I wanted to get. Okay, right, okay, I see it. Yeah, like the more jabs that I took, mm-hmm. the more it strengthened my armour. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I totally get it, yeah. Yeah, so I just went on and lived my life. I learned a lot mm-hmm. about business throughout my high school. Yeah, I dived into different kinds of industries mm-hmm. throughout my life. But um, I would say that these things that people were saying about me right. helped me to grow mm-hmm. into... Okay, I, I know that it's not the correct motivation mm-hmm. you know yeah but it motivated me because um my intention was that you know the, the more that people uh talk bad about me the more i want to prove right myself, the more i want to stand up and be at a position one day where i can help other people mm. who's going through the same thing mm. that was my intention
0: mm. yeah yeah that's true. I think it's also a very good motivational tool because I think nothing fuels motivation more than wanting to just be the best that you can possibly be without saying anything bad to a person that's just looking down on you. you know
1: mhm- yeah definitely i I yeah. never believed in saying bad things about people mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I'm not one to gossip, <laughs> but I mean, um... yeah, we were all once younger and immature so it's fine <laughs> we own up to it Um. Uh, yeah I, I suppose that's my
1: answer to that question
0: yeah I think that's pretty solid because I feel like everyone goes through shit and I think if you constantly hold this type of anger and grudge towards someone ultimately you're the one in pain and not that other person yeah so what's the point yeah exactly what's the point of drinking the poison and
1: why poison yourself
0: yeah, like why not take the power back? Mm. Yeah. Like I don't know if you have you remember this situation. You know who's Bellaton? Okay. Yeah. So basically, um she had nudes on her phone and it got mm-hmm. leaked out by a hacker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So the hacker actually um what's that word? I blackmailed her, yeah. To mm-hmm. she's he's saying like, Oh, if you don't give me like this amount of money or something, I'm gonna release your nudes. And then what she did was she released her own nudes before the hacker. Okay. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so if you really think about it, she was taking back her power, which is very, like, people, obviously people will see her naked body and stuff like that, but ultimately everyone has a body, you know? But I think it's very important to take power in situations. Like, don't give negative people that power that they have over you. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Yeah. So let's dive in a little more spicier topic. Um okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about like sexuality for a second. Right. So, like being a person, you know, as you identify as like, a bisexual person, did you feel like you kind of knew about it all along or was it more of like a gradual process in exploring about yourself as you grew older? Well, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm bisexual. <laughs> bisexual and proud. <laughs> um for me,
1: it was actually when a girl in high school, mm-hmm. a junior in high school, oh, okay. confessed to me. Oh. And yeah, and she was madly in love with me. Oh. And um, I guess how I knew was that I didn't not like it. Oh, <laughs> I see, that's interesting. Okay. Like, uh, I wasn't disgusted. Right. Or I wasn't like, uh, ew, okay. what is this girl going on about? Okay. Instead, I was more flattered? curious. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I was curious and uh, flattered. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's how I started diving more into my sexuality. Okay. I started going to parties and, mm-hmm. you know, doing <laughs> doing dares, mm-hmm. you know, those snarky dares, you know, where right. girls, yeah. girls keep girls, mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. those cheeky things that yeah. girls do with each other. And uh, I started to like it mm-hmm. more and more. Right. Then uh, I started really questioning okay because okay in my opinion Mm -hmm. when you are straight well you know what you want right and then when you are gay Mm -hmm. even though it is harder Mm -hmm. to to express yourself Mm -hmm. you still know what you want right but being in the middle it's confusing it's quite difficult to actually know what you want right okay it's, it's the difficulty of knowing what you want more over expressing yourself. Right. Like I I I suppose I didn't really care if people knew it or not. Okay. But for me, it was hard for me mm. to make sure that this was who I was. Mm. Right. So I took a lot of personal experiences mm-hmm. to, to finally figure out that, yes, I am bisexual indeed. Mm. That was when I started getting into emotional relationships mm-hmm. with a girl.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think when you started dating a girl, like it kind of blew up. Like everyone, like yeah. was was talking yeah. about you. You know.
1: Yeah. That definitely. I, yeah. People definitely <laughs> noticed. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, the attention towards it mm-hmm. didn't. I wasn't really that bothered about it. Oh, okay. I was more. Grateful. Right. Knowing, oh, yes, this is me. Mm. You know, finally, knowing, this is me. That was very important for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I think there's something very liberating about it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The attention, and all that, yeah, whatsoever. Uh, I, I can't really be bothered about it, to be honest. Yeah. Because, that was always me. Yeah. I didn't care what people think about me. That's true. But to actually, uh, me knowing something about me mm-hmm. that was much more on my mind right mm. so mm.
0: when you first started realizing like oh you don't hate the fact that you know girls are into you and stuff like that did that kind of created a little bit of a fear in you like saying like oh shit like i'm going against all my beliefs that i thought since i was a baby you probably you know you thought you were straight this whole time and then suddenly you were questioning yourself like oh my god do I actually like girls now? And did that feel? Yeah,
1: fear? definitely, definitely. <laughs> definitely, I was questioning myself. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, uh, spiraled into right. into uh, confusion. Yeah, about my, who I am and mm-hmm. what am I doing mm-hmm. here? And then, oh, is this really me? Mm-hmm. Definitely. But to be afraid of it, I wasn't. I was much more excited. Oh, okay. That there was something new okay. about me that right. I can realize
0: about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also a way like if you really think of it in another aspect, it's quite lucky that you find out at such a young age because it'll be quite, you know, quite sad for you to kind of realize when you're like seventy and eighty, when you go on your whole yeah, life really? pretending to be yeah. someone you're not. Yeah. I'm 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 quite glad that I figured it out. Yeah. Oh. But in terms of like the people around you though, like were they supportive?
1: So, my family definitely doesn't know about it. Okay. Uh, Friends, they always knew that I was a very wild character. Mm-hmm. So, being bisexual right. was never... Okay, I think back then, it wasn't that accepted. Right. Okay. So, it was just more like, oh, she's just being wild. Mm. She's just... Oh, she's just being there. <laughs> She's just doing what she wants and not giving a fuck. So, there she goes. We'll just hear about it and see what happens.
0: (laughs) Okay, I know you're not the type of person that really gets bothered by anything, but when they say that, when they kind of don't believe that you're actually bisexual, does that kind of feel insultful, insulted a bit? Because they're not believing in your real person, in a way. Oh, definitely. I definitely Mm. felt
1: a bit triggered Mm. when... They said, uh oh, okay. Like yeah. Mm. Um that wasn't much of an insult to my character, okay, but towards the awareness of actually having a friend who's bisexual and and not knowing Mm. or okay. Um I won't say not knowing but not bothered about it. Right. Instead of accepting my sexuality they just sort of categorize it as something wild right Mm. Mm. so that also sparked more curiosity about my sexuality and Mm -hmm. are there others like that out there Mm.
0: yeah yeah that's why i say you know like sexuality is such a wide spectrum there's no rule book
1: on it to be honest yeah so you just fucking do you you want to be straight and look at hot girls go ahead you yeah. want to just yeah just, just seriously do you love love who the hell you want exactly it's That's so crazy. tiring it's such a tiring topic to mm. bother about when there's so many other yeah things out there why do you have to like question who, who does this, who mm. does what, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. But do you feel like ever since you've, you know, kind of realised that part of yourself, do you felt like you kind of lost a couple of people here and there because of your sexuality? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. I definitely lost a few important
1: people to me, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was hurtful yeah. that they did not accept me for who I am. Mm-hmm. It was... Actually, quite inspiring. Mm-hmm. Later, on, okay, it inspired me to find the right vibe, mm. uh, the right companionship. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And of course, later on, finding someone suitable for me as a partner who accepts it as well. I think without these people hurting me, I didn't. I wouldn't have gotten the chance to be aware of mm. who I surround myself with. Right. Yeah, I I I won't be you know mm. I I won't I won't have the friends that I have today that I would probably take a bullet for.
0: Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good though, and I feel like I never really understood like, especially if you really care for your best friend, because I have friends who are not completely straight as well, and you mm-hmm. know they didn't have to tell me that they were you know bi or gay, and I was. 100% fine with it. I was like, I, even one of my friends, I did came up to them, and be like, hey, you know, I've known you for so many years, like, mm-hmm. I just want to be honest, and I wanna, I'm curious, or so, like, are you, you know, gay, or whatever, and then he was like, yeah, I am, and then we were so supportive, we were like, we'll love you no matter what, we just want to know, and mm-hmm. I think it's very important to create that kind of safe space for these kind of people, because a lot of times, like you know, even you yourself, like your your family, don't know about it. The next best thing is your friends. Mm-hmm. So if they're not supportive of you, who's who's gonna be supportive of you? You know. That's very true. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're a very supportive friend. Of course. <laughs> LGBT, LGBTQIA or something like that. Yeah, I need to be updated. I think
1: okay. I must say this. I'm quite chill, right? About um the whole saying things right or Mm. the pronounces and for me i'm okay if you're not aware of it But i'm not okay if you provoke it intentionally yeah of course yeah that's me with my sexuality yeah Yeah.
0: i think there's nothing because one person can't know everything
1: in the world you know you can't be mad uh, you can't be mad if they genuinely don't know yeah you know, I don't agree with people who are on the other side to bash mm. the straight people just right. because they don't know. Yeah, I think educating them gently mm-hmm. is so much more better in
0: getting your point across mm. rather than uh, like hating on straight people. Yeah, I think the internet kind of created this thing called cancel culture, which is so toxic. Mm-hmm. They're not giving people a chance to learn, because everyone's learning at the end of the day, you know. You're not the same person you were last week, you know, or 24 hours ago. So, I think it's very important that everyone has an open mind and is willing to listen and educate themselves at the end of the day. That's very true. Yeah, so I think a final one to wrap up everything is, what is an advice you would give to someone who is, you know, struggling to turn their negative narrative about them to an advantage?
1: I think, for me... Mm -hmm. What I'm gonna say is small talk will always exist
0: mm-hmm.
1: and mistakes will always exist as well whether you like it or not yeah I think you shouldn't blame others yeah when they have a certain way of thought about you mm-hmm. if you have these people thinking like that about you right turn it into feel mm-hmm. turn it into motivation yeah and turn it into turn it into your own success story yeah to be honest just turn it around yourself i mean you cannot put the blame on others for Mm -hmm. your own isolation yeah you should actually use it as motivation for your own success
0: yeah and that's very true Mm -hmm. i think also like the quote that we've shared just now about how you know those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter is Mm -hmm. something that people should know about you know cancel all the white noise if those people are not associated with you or don't show you equal love, you know?
1: Yeah. And I also have to say, mm-hmm. in terms of when you're in the business world and you're dealing with older men, mm-hmm. it's very important to hold your ground and use your charm wisely. Mm-hmm. And when I when I say that, it means don't allow your charm to distract your way mm-hmm. into the actual reason that you're talking to these older men. And also don't let them sway it mm-hmm. To get advantage. That's very important.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's a good advice, man. I feel like everyone... And also, you know, harassment cases are so normal now. It's not, mm-hmm. not in a good way, though, I might say. Like, it's so normal <laughs> in the sense that... Yeah, it happens to literally everyone that I know it happens to. So I feel like it's very important for girls out there to know how to stand their ground and to know how to protect themselves. Ooh. Yeah. Never
1: let your narrative be sweet and always stick to your true purpose Mm -hmm. and to your true narrative, of course.
0: Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I think on that note, that concludes this episode. So stay tuned for the (laughs) next episode next week. And thanks again, Natalie, for coming on NetChats. Thank you too. Uh, Cheers. And talk to you guys next one. Bye.